Snežana Ivković is a professional violinist and owner of an online business called Worldwide Violin Academy of Arts. Uh, Snežana, thank you so much for being here. Good afternoon, good evening. I started to play violin a long time ago uh, in 1990s. And uh, I started in the school for musically gifted children. The professors from that school, they came to my city, Zayatov, where I am born, and they were searching for talents. Who has the talent to join uh, to uh, their school? And of course, I like to uh, sing, uh, and I already played a little bit of um, keyboard and guitar, so I show off myself immediately. <laughs> and they sent a recommendation letter to go for audition in Chupria and to start my journey if I passed the audition. Of course, uh, my parents were uh, very happy for that, but also sad because I had to leave my city and to travel away from them. Anyways, I passed the audition and I stayed in the School for Musically Gifted Children for the next 10 years. In that school, I played in uh, orchestra, I played on competitions, I played concerts, I learned a lot, I gained a lot of friends, and uh, naturally, I continued to uh, study uh, the university again while and I finished bachelor degree and master's degree. And uh, during that time, I like to travel a lot. So uh, I passed auditions for the international orchestras and I um, traveled in Spain, in Austria, in Germany, China, <laughs> and so on. And uh, of course, uh, after that a master's degree, I started to teach in the music school. Uh, I came back to near to my city in Knjaževac and I was uh, teaching students like seven years, eight years. But since I had this spirit of traveling and uh, meeting um, musicians from other countries and gaining experience together and playing together. For me, this was always passion. So I left the Serbia <laughs> and I went to UAE, uh, which is a country in Arabic and uh, English. Um, the, the way of study is in those two languages, but most mostly in English for the music because they don't have their music system and still they are developing it. <laughs> Anyways, um, now I'm in Serbia. Uh, I came back here um, after um, during the Corona. So I was in UAE seven years like that. And then I came back to Serbia and then I started online to uh, teach the students, which I never did before, of course. I taught the students in person, in English, and um, they were going to the exams international, like uh, uh, ABRSM, London College of Music, Trinity, but uh, I never uh, taught uh, students online. And now this is my uh, big, big, big passion because I am able to meet students from the end of the world, literally. <laughs> from Nigeria, from Vietnam, USA, Canada, and uh, it's a very, very lovely experience. 
there are uh, like um, in all my life uh, I was in the violin world and uh, I was playing in the orchestra and now I'm continuing the same exactly and um, uh, trying to create online orchestra as well so students are playing their own parts and then I combine them together and we make a lovely project. Uh, so still, um, if I am thinking like to change uh, and uh, do something else, uh, probably I'll, I will never uh, <laughs> do anything besides uh, the music. The experience for the international teaching I gain in UAE. Uh, they have different system, we have different system. And I, co with combining those two, I found a beautiful pattern of uh, how I can make uh, from adult students uh, like um, very good um, performance skills. So since in uh, worldwide uh, is um, important to know to teach the students 40 years old, 50 years old, 60 years old, everyone. So in our country, the system is just from six to eight, uh, if the student starts from six to eight, then they, they can join the school. But uh, in the private centers, even if we are 30 years old, 40 years old, we can start from the grade one. And the important thing is that the London and uh, many other international examination boards, they're supporting that system. So I had behind um, like maybe around 50 students that were above 80. And then they gave grade one, grade two, grade three, grade four, and uh, all, all the grades necessary to be uh, in the future professor if they want, or professional musicians, or uh, anything like artists, <laughs> individual artists. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> yes. I want to ask you about uh, School for Gifted Children. So that, well, this is obviously, you grew up in Serbia. Is this government funded? public school like is this paid for completely uh, this is 70 percent paid by government and 30 percent by uh, students and even though it is expensive <laughs> even though 30 uh, percent uh, is expensive but the cities are supporting my city supported me from 93rd or I can't remember, but my students mm -hmm. support me till the end, and uh, many students were supported by their uh, cities. Yeah, of course. The, the idea is that uh, the students really learn and they're practicing every day and the teachers taking care of, of us. So it's like another home. So yeah, maybe it is uh, expensive, but it's uh, definitely worth it because whenever we go for competitions, it is always first prize. So we were very highlighted <laughs> in the, uh, we are very popular. We were very popular and still there are now students there that are very popular in uh, Europe. Whenever they appear, they say, oh, they are from the school for musically gifted children, watch out. You said you probably like lived in do like dormitory type of thing, like student residence. Uh, you all lived in same uh, same place yeah. at age eight. At age eight till eighteen. Oh. <laughs> Ten years. 
So uh, I was living with the students of my age, <laughs> with my generation. <laughs> right. So we were learning from each other. But the, uh, the thing is that um, all day is fulfilled with work with practice with music so if we don't practice we feel a lack of uh, something so uh, there was no time for thinking we are far away from the home or we are <laughs> right no 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 unfortunately that time like politics was not on my side on our side that from 90s to 2000 Oh. Now, now it's way better, yeah, definitely, because when the borders open, this, we, the students could go out. With right, yeah, when Serbia was under sanctions. We traveled, thanks God, like 92nd or 3rd, I went um, in Solun, when I was very little, uh, we went and with small orchestra, there is small orchestra, medium and mm -hmm. large orchestra, like from the youngest students to the uh, other students and um, the, the when I see now that picture I can't believe that in that age I play so well <laughs> to go to competitions <laughs> and travel and uh, really 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 the pictures are very old but uh, I know university uh, programs in music are very competitive for traditions it's very, it's very hard uh, even for university as well, but for the university you are already focused and you you know what to what, what to expect. But for international auditions, once I uh, finish the school for Kipsi Children and when I enter university, of course I pass. Everything was easy. Uh, but uh, when it was uh, international, the World Orchestra audition in Belgrade, and they were uh, bringing camera and they sent this audition to um, Valencia to Spain and uh, judges are from Spain. <laughs> so <laughs> there is no like, they will look through the fingers and say, okay, she play nice all her life. We know this school. No, they don't know from where I am. They don't know my school. They don't know how many uh, awards I have. What is the value of those awards? Are those competitions high right. or just something like a festival? So I was very, very, very ner nervous and I still have some DVD of that recording of the audition and I received the letter, you are accepted, we are pleased to accept you to the World Orchestra. I was so happy and my friend, um, she was playing cello and she said, um, did you pass the audition? I said, yes, I didn't. <laughs> oh, that's tough. So it's not, it's not uh, easy, really, really, really easy, but I really wanted to, to enter and somehow I, I transfer my energy to the camera. <laughs> right. So what is World Orchestra? You told us a bit like there are judges from completely another country, but, uh, you know, most world of us are not familiar with music world. So what is it? The World Orchestra is international orchestra and they are picking the students from, uh, not students, youth, uh, young musicians, finished college until age 30. For example, some so some orchestras picking till 30, some 32, but this is the, or maybe 26, depends from orchestra to orchestra. And of course it's important because in that orchestra I'm representing Serbia and someone else representing China and someone else representing uh, Netherlands. So it's like 
when I enter there and I represent Serbia, I feel so, so powerful <laughs> for myself only. <laughs> so it was uh, very nice to, to want this audition. And after, uh, when we um, gather in Spain, we were there like one month. When I, when I meet her, uh, mostly, of course, the musicians were from, from Spain, like a conductor, for example, organization. But another student, I loved it so much. Uh, not only students, like uh, adult uh, professionals, young professionals. I loved how they are passionate, how they are focusing. I thought it's only me or within my uh, area where I live. No, no, it's everywhere in the world. They are so, so, so like uh, energetic to, uh, to play international. So this was, this was very, very good. I learned a lot. And uh, I'm sure someone learned something from me as well. <laughs> uh, I read somewhere like life without art is just like meh. Like <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not that great. It's 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 boring. And I don't know if this is true. There is something special about music. Like we we get to appreciate it even before we can talk. So on the other end, I heard like uh, uh, with Alzheimer patients, that's the last thing they lose. Like they completely forget their loved ones. They forget. Uh, to to speak, but they, they still remember music. So uh, is there anything like maybe you learned during your schooling? Like what is so special about music compared to other arts? Like what is it? Uh, it's uh, hearable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, interesting on Academy when uh, I study in um, Novi Sad. I don't know if I mentioned Academy of Arts in Novi Sad. And then uh, there were uh, halls uh, where the artists artists were painting pictures. So uh, they loved that someone is joined them and uh, uh, to play some instruments. I was playing a lot while someone else was painting the picture because uh, music was inspiration to them. <laughs> For some uh, exam, whatever they have, they invite a violinist or anyone to join while they are doing work. So they are inspired, but uh, we are quickly remembering melody um, before the words. But that is not always true because I had lots of students that simply cannot put the melody together, but they can memorize words, words and words. So all art is unique and really bringing emotion. <laughs> outside even the architecture even the paintings and uh, I, I cannot uh, say why is music special um, i know for myself because when when i hear music uh, i really like someone uh, evoke my emotions <laughs> so i really feel immediately sad immediately happy immediately, like emotions are very following the tones i think we all feel like that uh, yeah except yeah. you know you can you can actually create music and you know initiate those feelings <laughs> the rest of us can just appreciate it <laughs> yes yes um depends um classical music especially it um it needs um it requires lots of thinking so while we are practicing music and working on it for seven hours when i was studying i was even practicing 12 hours so uh, depends for what and uh, what was the purpose 
but uh, when we go to the structure and to the form, to the shape, on uh, what is really into the music, so we can uh, present to professors and the, the, the people who, who are very, how should they say, they, they ask uh, for hundreds of things, technical to be done, musical to be done, performance. So we don't enjoy much in this moment so when it's the practicing, because we're too much thinking and focused, like uh, we are creating new math, <laughs> a new <laughs> machine. Really, it's a hard um, practicing process. But after, like uh, when, when the notes are read, when, when the piece is known well, and when we did all the job, we have to maintain this to, to be like um, uh, like uh, some sculpture. And then when is the concert or be before the concert, we need to uh, put feelings, like lots of lots of feelings. So when, when is the concert, the most important is that um, we need to create like um, theater immediately. And um, if nobody can predict the concert result. So I, I, whenever I want to play solo, I, I'm always scared because I have no idea how I will start and there is no chance I will know how I will end. Not only me, anybody. Because it's really like journey. It's at the moment and what happens, what happens, <laughs> it happens. So that's why we have to practice a lot, a lot, a lot to create, to, to build music really from the foundation and to know exactly what can possibly happen or not. And then on the concert, we just let it go. Oh, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> and that is so interesting. So first is, you know, really technical and, you know, lots of thinking, as you said, like math, very, very technical. And then when you master that, then you can build feelings on top of it and perform theater. Sometimes mistake is not uh, really an issue. It's part of the how you express yourself. And it's naturally that it came as a mistake because you wanted to do something and it came something else. So not all mistakes are considered as a mistakes. Right. During the performance, during the right. concert. So when I uh, was performing and, and I tell my professor, I did here, here, here mistake when I was young. And I said, I didn't notice. <laughs> because it's the part of the process. I know myself because I know how I practice, but this how I practice, it, it never goes out or 90% goes out, 10% uh, depends, depends from situation. In uh, UAE, I played on many festivals and on, on every festival every year. <laughs> so I was always playing and the weather conditions Sometimes the wind is blowing so hard and not only wind and the desert and everything it's flowing. So you can't, uh, if it's outdoor, there is no way that uh, I can control hands and, and take it and hold it and uh, do it the music. So that was really, really no way that I can predict that, that wind will blow and the, my music stand this will flow away, away. And they're trying to keep it back and bring it back. No, it went. So, of course, what I predicted is to learn uh, to play by memory, of course, and to uh, learn as possible, uh, like, uh, till perfection. But if the weather conditions are not good, it's just the performance as it is. <laughs> more stronger, more, more, more tough, because I, I have to keep my violin here. <laughs> cannot blow <laughs> it. So, they were nice, uh, nice details. Really. Also, before uh, 
since I played in the World Orchestra, I continued uh, to play in the International Orchestra. So I, I went to another addition, International Bach Academy Orchestra, uh, or uh, Johann Sebastian Bach Ensemble. <laughs> right. And then, of course, I prepared so hard for it. I didn't want to lose. Like the audio must be perfect, perfect, perfect. And then when I received the, the letter, <laughs> oh, you passed the audition, you can come to Stuttgart and so on. Uh, I was very happy. And then I, I continued to Austrian orchestra and then I continued to French and Central Balkan orchestra. So I was keep on going until I reached the age 30. 30 yeah. <laughs> and then after I uh, left the country and went to UAE. Right. So uh, this online business is there. Like, how do you find clients? Is there anything you can, any advice you can uh, share with people? Like, how how does that work? How people know about you? Uh, right now, I consider this uh, my World Violin Academy as a big project. Even I don't know in the future how long it will last, and uh, will people be still um, like when it was during Corona? Will people still be so interested? Because when it was locked down, everyone were on computer. I had so many students, uh, and I even didn't search one. Uh, it was like that. <laughs> it was just uh, because the, uh, most of them know me already, or know my performance, or know, or, know, or know my idea of life that I like to meet uh, international um, musicians, that I like to work with them, and I taught students who were from plenty of countries in UAE, especially from Eastern. So students found me by by, by default. By it happened, but of course in the future I should work on marketing. Definitely, and um, I should create as a, a real big company in what is in my mind. Uh, currently, it's just a, a project. It's not yet uh, uh, what I'm imagined to be. Uh, it's not uh, with uh, all this license and whatever it takes. It's just a project. And what I imagine is to have the uh, teachers from all over the world. And I already make the meetings with the teachers. So if the student wants to have teacher from Jordan or from UAE or from Canada or from Australia or from they can uh, they can just click on their teacher violin teacher. This was my idea. And of course, the main thing is that they have to speak in English because what I'm doing are uh, examinations in England from England. So it's um, Ten days ago, my student passed with distinction, and I'm so proud of her. <laughs> I received a letter, 95 points from 100. But the 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 uh, content content of the exam is discussion, or if they want to do it in in person, um, again they have to discuss in English. They have to know the terms. So this is the the only important thing it must be in english and it must be by the program that they um, presented um, for the exam right exam prep uh, from right. their students and and you you can guide um, less experienced teachers i guess that's the general idea like this would be under your supervision and under your guidance yes yes <laughs> in uh, UAE, what, what I love the most, this is just ex examination part. 
but the real life, uh, how I used to teach, and um, I'm currently in between those two countries. I'm not in Serbia, not in UAE, but I'm <laughs> shifting <laughs> often from here to there. Uh, so I could arrange anything for the students because it was allowed. So they don't have system. And uh, in one year, I have 50 different students and some of them study six months, some one year, some one month. Depends, they're just passing because this is a country how, how it is. Uh, there are too many tourists coming and going. So, so what is important is uh, to, to keep them as long as possible, which we were doing with concerts. And they were asking to create orchestra. So they, 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 they show, it shows like, like um, lots of violins, lots of music, lots of beauty. This is what they want. Not only wine, uh, like lots of. And right. I really love that. Once uh, the manager there told me to create orchestra, I enjoyed. It was violin orchestra and I have so many concerts with violin orchestra. And the thing is, I had to arrange for them how I see them. So I cannot uh, play now Bach, uh, any, any any sonata or anything for original, how we do it in Europe. There are already scores, there are already um, additions that must be followed on the competitions here, addition, this music, this composer, this how must be played. But in UE, it was not like that. I had different students, one first grade, second grade, third grade, and I need to create orchestra. They cannot play orchestra, orchestra music for real, how it is. So I had to arrange for them. So this is the best part because I made so many arrangements of uh, Western music, classical music, based on their uh, knowledge of each one. <laughs> oh, so yeah, that is that is great trend that you can offer yeah. then. Because, uh, because someone is just started and they're playing so simple. And another one playing already one year, they're playing melody. And if someone is more uh, advanced, they're already playing more music in it. So at the beginning, I was playing with them um, to just encourage. And after a few years later, I figure a pattern, they can do it there on their own. I can just conduct or be there. <laughs> it, it really, it really uh, good uh, to, because if, if, if I did uh, by um, classical, uh, official classical notes, if I did with them, they will never play it. That would, would not be possible. Simply not. Oh, so. wonderful. So when you say you want to start online orchestra, uh, is, is that what you have in mind? Like with your strengths in that area that you were I able to make arrangements? Yeah, I already have my plenty of arrangements and sharing sharing with them. And they just send me their parts when they are ready and uh, I can uh, combine them. So it cannot be live. This is the only problem because when two violins play at the same time, Zoom or any other platform that I tried so far doesn't support. So it must be I play, then you play. Right. That's the this problem. is the only problem. So they have they prepare their own and they have their backgrounds for the other violins. They just put uh, and listen the backgrounds and uh, play along. Okay, so you you came with, yeah, you have a workaround for that. You found solutions how they, you know, they can practice. Mm. Yes. Also, every every music they have uh, audio accompaniment because I love to create the notes. I, I created it since 10 years back. <laughs> so 
so they can practice. They put audio and practice their violin, practice with background, whatever, whichever speed they want, however they want. They just tell me they, they want video or they want just audio. I make it. <laughs> this is how I make it interesting for them since it's online. And now uh, some some of my old, old old students tell me it's even it's even better because everything is at hand. So it depends from person to person. <laughs> someone loves, someone prefer in person. So I, I wish if it can be combined, but it cannot. I say really, I, I'm it's still like big project. I I didn't start it like officially how I imagine because I have already everything set in mind because I'm still discovering what will be the best the best uh, for everybody so also some some consider it um, expensive like uh, they want to learn but not to um, give so much money because it's online so for me I work like literally non-profit <laughs> Sometimes I give like three hours, uh, just 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 like that lesson for nothing, just because I love the students and students love me. So non-profit. Mm -hmm. uh, right now it's like that because if uh, they want to pay for something and it's just like online, not all are happy with price, the, the one that is minimum in the world I'm talking. So the, the minimum price in the Europe for teaching uh, Italian language, for example, it doesn't have to be valid. It's uh, 22 euros number per lesson. So I, I came up with the idea like I give four lessons for I don't know, $90, but then it's it's just written like that. But actually, that's not true. I give eight lessons for this. <laughs> so I'm still trying to figure how I can do the job of my life because I love it, but not to um, be expensive. So, and so I can live and, and they can um, afford because now I'm still uh, uh, seeing where, where it will be founded either here, either in UAE. So once I figure this where, because in the UAE is the world actually, and it can go easily to personal lessons. But in Serbia, we are, um, uh, I had many uh, students that were asking me for the lessons, but they want in Serbian. And this is not that idea. Idea is different. My idea is to teach Serbians. Um, I had students from Poland. She was speaking Serbian, but little, little, little. So I was uh, teaching her in Serbian a little bit, but still in English, so she can uh, do the exam as well. So, but in Serbia, definitely the, the idea is if I, uh, you want to just study as a um, hobby, I need to change all my program because after every lesson I write reports which are very detailed. Every report is written what student uh, did, what need to practice and all screenshots of the program. So it's literally after every lesson. If I had that uh, when I was young, I would be like maybe, I don't know. <laughs> like super, super uh, talented or I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but really, really, I give time. And I, after every lesson, if they have all this instruction and everything, uh, but it's in English for so they can know how to write and how to go for the exams after. So for, for example, for Serbian students, I would have to change the Serbian language all, which is all right, that will not be a problem. But here we have free uh, 
music schools, official music schools. Right. And, and good. Uh, yeah, in Nigeria, they don't have like that. <laughs> they don't have. So they need me in this case. <laughs> of course. <laughs> or people like me, uh, like me. And here we have everything. We have very good system, very good program. So this program combined with international uh, syllabus is it's a really win-win. There's a lots of lots of results because when I had uh, students for the exam, either they have distinction, either merit. It's not that I'm saying like I'm perfect teacher. It's really like that because I combined both because I had good system here that I right for life, and then I combined with there still just like six pieces. For one year, no, here we do lots of pieces. We do edits, so we do lots of scale. Okay, here they do scales. And we, we, we combine lots of things uh, definitely in our program, which is amazing. <laughs> oh, and also I'm planning to uh, actually already create the books and programs for um, online course, which will be like the book and the student cannot, do not have to see the teacher. So they can just study my program with all this combined. So this is my uh, second idea that I need to publish, but still uh, searching, uh, looking for the good time to, to do that. So you mentioned you practiced a lot. Any strategies you um, can share that what helped you stay on track and, and practice for 12 hours when, when you're not enjoying it? Like in those moments when, when you're not enjoying it anymore and you're tired and maybe you want to go somewhere, what kept you going? really it's it's so much up to the person and how how much you, you want to do it <laughs> so first the process goes with the scales practicing the scales, simple notes and then uh, i used to lose like one hour two hours for that then if there is some uh, exercise extra i do that also and then the piece like literally first simple um like reading for the first time, the letters, like simple to discover each one of it, what it means, then by the phrases, then by the pages. So it, it takes a time, but when I don't have um, inspiration, I change the piece. <laughs> I do the one that I'm inspired that day. <laughs> So this is one secret and another secret just imagine how it is beautiful and how you will be appreciated for this of your, your work hard work and just imagine beautiful things and it will it will come back somehow flashback sooner or later okay so i think in general terms what you're saying so when it's not going well then like switch your task yes. you know to, to work on something else which inspires yes. you more and also always like an end goal like imagine yourself you know in your case playing on the stage but for the rest of us something else what we think it's success so like uh, imagine how it's great gonna be at the end <laughs> yes yes but with the with the children with the students even a little bit older uh, before they go to concert I'm with them uh, all the time. Once they tune, once they put the violin, when their fingers, uh, then we try the song, we try again, we try again. And once they go to the stage, I, I leave them. Then I say, so I'm tensed more than when someone else needs to play, my student, than for myself. For myself, I don't mind. 
<laughs> because when they are young, they don't know much. Uh, did they practice good? So they think they practice good, but maybe they didn't and they don't know this, this thing. So and mostly they don't even practice. So it's very important to, to, to teach the, the, their parents to mention practice or to ask them to play or, or something like that. So it's very different how practicing uh, as a small and how to practice as a, I don't know, two totally different things. For the small, it must be entertainment all the time. Uh, pupil must be entertained. Otherwise, it will not come. But for the for the adults and the, when when I practiced by myself when I was small, I remember I never practiced when I was you, you, years. No, no, they were chasing me. I don't want because when I take violin, I know I know to play, and I play it, and I know, and nobody will tell me that I play wrong because for me that's good. <laughs> I know by myself from my own experience, and uh, I started to practice. Uh, when I won a first prize. It was competition in Subotica. I was third grade. And a professor uh, told me, you have to practice, otherwise you will be very ugly woman. So I practiced really before. <laughs> and he gave me picture of a very ugly grandmother, very old woman. And he put above my bed in the school where I used to sleep and live and work. And really, I practiced a little bit. I was scared not to be that ugly, and or or who knows what was in my mind. And uh, when I won first prize, I felt, oh, I'm better than most of the students here. I will keep on practicing. So this is kind of motivation to put the student to go to competition, to show off, to go to concert, to to, to just give give something. And then when the student on its own field, even if it's small, they're smart enough. Like I used to be. <laughs> and uh, they figure, I need to practice to be good. And then when I'm good, I'm better than everybody and I feel good. <laughs> the, the most fear happened to me when I was, when I finished and when I went to Bulgaria to the competition, international competition for the valley. I never felt fear before, but then it's international. The first time I went out of the country, like, as an adult, as a professional, competition is with the professionals. So, and I'm thinking, why did I came here? Am I thinking that I'm so good or what? Just the normal violinist. There is Stefan Milenkovic, there is Nemanja, there is so many violinists in the world that are performing. For... So anyway, I put on myself too much uh, baggage. So I felt hard, hard, and my heart was pumping, pumping, pumping. Like, I don't know if I will survive. So it was really, really not healthy. It's not healthy to have this much of stresses and responsibility. Like, and uh, I won their uh, second prize. Good. And um, uh, student, uh, no, not student, um, a competitor, how should I say, uh, from Japan won the first. So I was like, okay, it's not that bad. I still did it, but I remember while I was playing how I'm, uh, I was stressed. And uh, I gained experience from myself of what I did with my mind and I transferred it to UAE, to the adult students. Because to adult, to start playing and show on the concert, it's a very, very hard. They feel so responsible. It's very difficult. So I had to um, train them and um, 
teach them with my stories, how I did. When I was young, I feel no, I was fearless. <laughs> no stress till I finished uh, university. And then master's degree slowly, slowly. And then I enter PhD in uh, uh, Faculty of Arts in Niche. And there I was starting to be very responsible because the audition was very hard. I was the youngest uh, for a PhD and there was uh, 10 years older than me, professor, and 10 years, 20 years older. So I feel what I'm doing here. Again, the same feeling. Why I'm here? Those are so already experienced violinists and I want to compete with them. And of course, I enter uh, there as well. But this stress is unforgettable because it's definitely not healthy. And what we should do is we should consider music as it is. It's a music. It's a pleasure. It's relaxation for someone. It's for someone just for dancing. It's like really we should not stress of music. It's a music. It's not a, I don't know how to say, something very dangerous. It's not a weapon. It's not nothing dangerous. So you can't cut yourself unless with knife like me yesterday uh it's a sound oh, so that's how you dealt with it you reminded yourself that's something uh beautiful that's not dangerous yes uh, and you say like uh, you helped adult uh, uh performance deal with it so what what did you tell them uh practicing how we practice uh, on the class i uh, told because mostly it's the group, um, the one that is curing this stress, the group or the orchestra, which I love so much. That's that is the one of the reasons that I admire orchestra and I will love it forever. So I arrange for them to show their own skills. So not to be stressed from too, too high, uh, not to be so easy. And they play two together, three together, four together. I have many, many ensemble created, but the topic is the same orchestra. So they need to play different parts at the same time and not make mistakes. So they relax with each other. This is the first one by, by nature. I don't have to say anything. They just simply relax like that. And then when they go alone, it's a different uh, story. But of course, if they are asking what if will happen here and here, I always, uh, try to tell my stories so that it can help. Because if we just say, practice this, practice this, it's not good, it's bad. There is no, no use from it, from nobody, from, from, from nothing. So they need to know everything, what to expect, what not to be sad if something went wrong, the, especially the adults are very sad if they don't finish composition of the, or if they stop or if something. But then you need to show that it's just uh, one show like, and it's in front of the students and parents, and it's like nothing, nothing to be sad. You came here. You, so there is plenty of stories, depends from personality. I want to ask you uh, about talent. Like we know from music, uh, you know, talent is very important. What's the ratio of how important talent and, and hard work is? What percentage hard work played in your, in your success? Hmm. It also depends from the from the age, because if uh, the students are older, like I had students 40 years old, 50 years old, even if they don't, if they had talent, it, it will not uh, show. But they can manage the skills. 
with hard work, they can manage even that age. So same, same uh, apply to the youngers, but with very young, um, it's very difficult because I had many students that were so, so successful, uh, talented, super, and everything they were doing with ease. But once they reach um, 12 years, three, 13 years, this, this age when they started to grow, all was starting to fade. So it was just part of their game. So talent shows in um, young age, like um, young, mature uh, people. <laughs> so they are, they, are, they are not in puberty. And then that uh, period, we can see if someone has talent or uh, no. But the work is 100%. I believe work can do everything, really, because many students that I thought had no talent and they played the song equally as if they did just with the harder work. That's it. So oh, they put wow. same, they put same, they, 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 they practice same, everything. After, um, if, if a student doesn't practice, it will all gone, be all gone. Like the, the magic of talent um, appears only while I'm there and we're working. Once I disappear, talent is gone. So this is what I want to say when, when the students have no natural um, feelings. So it's like just by technique, but everyone can, be, uh, can do the technique and play violin. Every single person in the world. This is my theory. Maybe with more success, if a talent, and more easy for talent, but everyone uh, can do. Oh, wow, reach, thank you. Reach, reach good level, yeah. We practice only hard practice. Thank <laughs> you for sharing that. That's very interesting. Um, so one last question. So if, if you have beautiful profession, I think it's just you spend life uh, playing music, writing music, arranging music, teaching other people music. So what would you, what would your advice be for someone who wants to be a professional musician, not necessarily violin? <clears throat> professional musician to be just um, to be more, um, how should I say, not expecting um, too much because well, well, what is very bad thing with musicians? They are self-centered. <laughs> how should I say? When they appear, they want all camera to be on, on their uh, head. Any musician can be singer. <laughs> anyway, so they are very, very like full of their special ego. <laughs> so uh, this is this is this is true, unfortunately. And they are seeking for glory, and they are seeking for fame, and they are seeking for in nowadays followers or whatever comes with this social media things which is not good to be professional musician be only here and love the music and do within your range how much you feel comfortable and how much you love it and enjoy and love yourself this is, it's not important that another people need to appreciate me and give me credit for what i do i don't need credit for anybody so i mean this is how it's supposed to be if you would like to give a lifetime to the music. Otherwise, it's hard because there is always expectation. You will always be disappointed, let's say, because depends who has which luck. 
not all our our roti, not all our like say, now we have lots of pop uh, singers and everything, but you can do within your range, make covers, uh, make original songs, and just just enjoy it deeply in the heart. That's it. Oh, wonderful advice. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm I'm glad I met you. This this was uh, very enjoyable. Um, do you have any final words? Nice to meet you too. I'm very happy I appeared on this um, platform with you. So I will share only uh, videos and pictures uh, with you uh, later on, and hopefully we will meet again within uh, one year or two years and, and and see what I did from now till then. <laughs> oh, that would be great. That would be nice, yeah. And uh, let, let's see, let's see uh, how the music uh, will develop that time. What will this uh, technology and this whole world <laughs> bring to us? We never know. Thank you, Sasha. Most welcome. See you some other time. <laughs> Stay well yeah. and enjoy the music. Thank you.